Just a reminder, we uh, during this week as we lead into Easter, we don't say the Gloria Patri, and I know sometimes that gets a little like a pause there and people get confused, but that's one of the traditions we follow, so um, it helps us prepare ourselves for the joy of next week. The sacrifices of God are broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Psalm 24 is on page 368, and then we'll move to Psalm 97 on page 460. The earth is the Lord's and all that therein is, the compass of the world, and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall rise up in his holy place? Even he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, and ha that hath not lift up his mind unto vanity, nor sworn to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, even of them that seek thy face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? It is the Lord strong and mighty, even the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? Even the Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Psalm 97 on page 460. The Lord is King, the earth may be glad thereof. Yea, the multitude of the isles may be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his seat. There shall go a fire before him, and burn up his enemies on every side. His lightnings gave shine unto the world. The earth saw it, and was afraid. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens have declared his righteousness, and all the peoples have seen his glory. Confounded be all they that worship carved images, and that delight in being gods. Worship him, all ye gods. Zion heard of it, and rejoiced, and the daughters of Judah were glad. 
because of thy judgments, O Lord. For thou, Lord, art higher than all that are in the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. O ye that love the Lord, see that ye hate the thing which is evil. The Lord preserveth the souls of his saints. He shall deliver them from the hand of the ungodly. There is sprung up a light for the righteous, and joyful gladness for such as are true-hearted. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks for a remembrance of his holiness. Here beginneth the ninth verse of the ninth chapter of the book of Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off. He shall speak peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today I declare that I will restore double to you. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Here beginneth the eleventh chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Now when they drew near Jerusalem to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, and he said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you have entered it, you will find a colt tied on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it, and immediately he will send it here. So they went their way and found the colt tied by the door outside on the street, and they loosed it. But some of those who stood there said to him, What are you doing, loosing the colt? And they spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded. So they let them go. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their clothes on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their clothes on the road, and others cut down leafy branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then those who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David, 
that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus went into Jerusalem and into the temple. So when he had looked around at all things, as the hour was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love towards mankind, hast sent thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh, and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience and also be made partakers of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin. 
neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to everyone. Happy Palm Sunday today, uh, the sixth Sunday in Lent. And uh, we end or we start heading towards the our, um, our telos of the season, which is Easter. But this is a, a week where it, uh, we start to uh, live and experience the darkness and the thought that maybe things aren't going to work out the way we planned. So we have this tension between Zechariah and um, the Gospel of St. Mark. And Zechariah today, as, I'm, as I was reading that, I realized that it helps me to understand the confusion of the Jewish people, especially the faithful Jews. Uh, they had a picture of a Messiah. Messiah was going to come, and Jesus fulfilled all the um, prophecies and all the, um, all, the, all the tests of a Messiah. The blind could see, the lame could walk, the, um, the deaf could, could hear. And he passed that, but part of their idea was that the Messiah would be an eternal king. And so the idea that Jesus has to die, this is going against everything they believed. And you can see that in Zechariah, um, because he talks about the king coming on a donkey. And he talks about the king being everlasting. And so what we don't see in Zechariah, but we, we understand because we have this gift of hindsight, is that this was going to take, um, boy, I hate to say this, and I'm asking Ed Buckley for his forgiveness, but it's going to take two trips for Jesus to accomplish this. In other words, it wouldn't have to take two trips, but it, the way God planned it is Jesus comes and does this, this work for us, this, um, this substitution and this, and this grace and this great thing that he has offered. And then that begins the kingdom of God and the fulfillment of the kingdom of God will come when Jesus comes again, which is what we believe. But these folks didn't have that as a, um, a, a thought or a background. They didn't have that to, that they've grown up with. And so this is a shaking of their, of their whole faith. And so sometimes I think even as us as Christians, as we're dealing with our Christian life, we, we need to be ready to have our Christian faith shaken. We have some maybe holding on to some concept or some idea of what the way it's supposed to be. And um, it, we probably will have to let that go. So just a couple notes on um, on Zechariah. Zechariah means um, is the um, I'm, Zachariah, excuse me means the Lord remembers, and so he was about 520 BC, and he was a, a contemporary of um, uh, Nehemiah, and they were encouraging people to build the temple after coming back from the captivity, and so one of the main phrases in the book of Zechariah is in that day, and he uses that 18 times. And so he has these, like I mentioned, the two advents of Christ, and um, he talks about the blood of the covenant. And so that's another con uh, new concept about the the new, the blood or the new the new covenant that might come. So um, I'm remembering too this idea of a king coming on a donkey. You hear this every time we ever get the Zechariah or the or the triumphal entry. But a peace, a king coming for a coronation or in peace is riding on a donkey, and a king coming in war is. Um, I mean, a king riding on a horse is coming in war. And I just throw this in. In the 70s, in the Jesus movement, we had a, a poster, and it was uh, Jesus coming on a horse, you know, the picture from Revelation that we see when he's coming as a conqueror. And um, the, basically what the poster said is Jesus is coming again, and this time he's angry. 
And so I just kind of like that as part of the confusion they had. They're expecting a Messiah to throw out the Romans and do and make Israel what it was. But now what it is is we have to have a change of heart. It's not about who we were born. It's who we are born again. So in Mark, we see this uh, passage, that the uh, triumphal entry. The people put on the clothing and palm trees on the ground. Palms were a symbol of royalty. Um, the clothing in, in the way of the street was a, a way to greet the new king. And so I think one of the, the questions we ask is, how do these people go from king to crucifixion so fastly, so quickly? And a couple notes is the people of the, the um, triumphal entry were not the same ones in the courtyard necessarily. And, um, and the other thing is they, there was a confusion about what this Messiah is going to be for those that weren't maybe closer followers of Jesus. So Jesus comes into the city, he goes to the temple, and he looks around. And one of the thoughts that, um, that I had that, that I liked that I was reading about was that Jesus was, had the authority to go in and inspect the temple. And this temple, remember the Temple of Solomon, the Spirit of the Lord indwelt the temple, and, and God had not visited this temple when it was rebuilt. And now God walks into the temple, and they don't even know that's what happened. So he will walk out of the temple. And the other gospels show that too. And, and that's a kind of symbolic of God's spirit leaving the temple because it's, they've rejected him. So my conclusion is um, just a reminder that maybe as we go through this week, we can look at things that we hold on to as Christians that we shouldn't hold on to. And we let the spirit of God guide us. Um, let's continue with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining this morning. Um, thank you, Chris, for the, the job of all three things. And um, I'm praying that you'll have a uh, blessed Palm Sunday. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Bob, thank you. Have a beautiful day, everybody.